On this podcast, two young travelers, Alex Dethrow and Jesse Lanier, will be going on a journey to find the greatest cinematic treasures. Each week, they spin the wheel of fate and allow destiny to decide whether the next few hours will be filled with genius and wonder or boredom and mediocrity. Our heroes hope to unbury hidden gems and share their discoveries with the world through humble conversations and maybe, if they're lucky, better themselves along the way. So welcome, one and all, to The Movie Quest. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the movie quest. <laughs> um, my name is Alex. My name is Jesse. Alex Jesse. This is what? What episode is this? Uh, this is number. I looked at this and four? Then I immediately forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's four. Yeah, this it's is four. the fourth one that we're doing. Um, and this week we are going to. I spun the wheel last week. Last week was mm-hmm. uh, the eighties. Cult classic? I always call it a classic. I don't know if I would call it a classic, but... Definitely uh, cult. Yeah, cult classic, Little Shop of Horrors, musical. That was a good time. We had fun talking about that. Um, and I spun the wheel, and I decided that we should watch Mimic from 1997. My born year, more importantly. That's when <laughs> I was born, 1997. Wait. Were you born in the year I was born the year after. I think that's when The Matrix came out. Wrong. Ma- no. Oh. I, I'm almost a Matrix baby. There's a different movie that came out. Dude, I feel like someone listening to this is like, wow, I can't believe you didn't know The Matrix came out and then stop listening to this. <laughs> yeah, turn it off right there. These guys don't know shit about movies. Not a thing. You don't know when The thing. Matrix came out? When, <laughs> when did The Matrix Reloaded come out? Uh, Was that last year? No! Wait, was that not the newest one? No, the newest one was called, um... Yeah, I guess... Yeah, I guess... So, the Matrix movies go... The Matrix? Yes. The Matrix Reloaded, which is the oh. sequel. Oh, okay. Then, That's Matrix 2. Matrix 3 was Matrix Revelations. Okay. And then the newest one was Matrix Resurrection. Nice. All R words. Why yeah. R words? I guess that, you know, you stick All with the All movies theme. do that. Just keep it consistent. Yeah. My favorite is, uh, like, like, Age of Ultron, or, yeah, Age of, those are my favorite, mm-hmm. like, Age of Ultron, or, or uh, <laughs> is it like another movie, is it like an X-Men movie do that, like, the Age of Apocalypse or something, or was that there just is, X-Men there, Apocalypse? <laughs> there, yeah, it's X-Men Apocalypse, there is Apocalypse in that one. That movie, um, M- Mimic, Mimic <laughs> does not have any cool, cool words for, no, for no, its no. sequel. Mimic is just yeah, Mimic Yeah, get us too. back on track. <laughs> So, yeah, so, yeah, so I want to go, you know, complete my Gurgle Goku 
uh, mm-hmm. this set. Get that and platinum trophy for the game of like, the tour. I knew that this was like a loss for Lulu. I think you had seen this movie. Like, this is the mm-hmm. second time you've seen this, right? Yes. And, um, yeah, so I was like, loss for Lulu. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, directed by Nero Del Toro. Yeah. Um, and um, I got a lot. I, I, this was interesting. This was an interesting movie. Um, I definitely enjoyed it. Um, but. Definitely my least favorite Guillermo del Toro movie. Damn. For sure. Damn. Yeah. Not a question about it. Yeah. Um, there are some things about this movie that are just... I was watching it, I was like, this had to have been... There's something's off. There were things mm-hmm. about it that I was like, something's off here. And then after I watched it, this is what I want to get into. So the production of this movie was an absolute nightmare. Mm, and Guillermo del Toro has uh, disowned this movie. Uh, there looks <gasps> like uh, wow. Alien 3 with Alien Fincher. I can uh, kind of see that. makes a lot of sense, actually. To that. And I don't know. So there's a director's cut of Mimic out there. And I don't know if I watched that or not. I don't know what you, I did you What did you watch it on? I watched it on HBO. Wow. Oh, okay. Okay. What did you watch it, it I watched it on Amazon Prime, and Amazon Prime, you can only rent the director's cut. You can't re- re- watch Interesting. The, okay. The, the, so the we might have version. two different experiences here. Because yeah, I don't I'm know not sure what how I difference. Yeah. I don't know what I watch. I don't know the difference. We should have checked the differences with that. Would, I mean, I'm sure that there are differences, because like, I feel like Guillermo wouldn't want to make a director's cut if it wasn't. You know what I mean? Like, yes, yes. Um, I, I and, still feel similarly even about the director's cut, though. I would so say even after seeing versions? that. I don't know if I, I if I if I have because I watched this last year. I saw I saw it a long time ago. I saw it once. Then it like last year or the year before, I watched the director's cut again. Mm-hmm. I watched this version. And then I watched rewatched the director's cut again. So I gotcha. only remember the director's cut. I don't remember the theatrical okay. cut. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, so I mean I'm sure that I'm sure there's similar enough. And maybe, so, I know that the director's cut, it says on here, it's, a, it's 112 minutes. Mm-hmm. And I think I watched, and what is that? That's an hour 45? Yeah. Because so, maybe I did watch the director's cut. You know, because it was, that was the same length that I watched. So, yeah. maybe it was. Yeah. Any hoodles. <laughs> um, Any hoodles. So, this film, I like to, like, set this up with, like, the response. The box mm-hmm. office response of like when this came out. So this came out in nineteen ninety seven and this was a bomb. So box office bomb. It grossed only twenty five million and it had a budget of thirty million. Um and this movie received like mixed reviews when it came out. Famous Roger Ebert really, really liked it. He loved it. Mm-hmm. He gave it three and a half stars. Um and this this I read this is on the Wikipedia page and I was like Whoa, like that is real bad. So, this had a cinema score, which is like if you guys look at the audience score on Rock Tomatoes, stop. Do not look at the. I'm serious. Like, people that. There's actually. They, every time I see this, dude, it makes me <laughs> want to punch a fucking wall. When actors, directors, studios. Use the fucking audience score on Rock Tomatoes to market their fucking movie. That yeah. is absolutely <laughs> insane. Because that is up to the public. You and I could vote on that. You know, you and I could get a hungry box and vote five stars for Batman v Superman. That's why Batman v Superman has a fucking 90%, 95% audience score. Most people hate that movie that I've talked to in my life. No one <laughs> likes that movie. So, but the cinema score, if you care about the audience score, look at the cinema score. Because that is like a survey that, it's an organization that they literally, when on opening day, they, in various places across the country, they take the survey of people literally walking out of the theater. And they give it a score, like, what would you give this, like, one to ten? And this, this film had an audience score of a C minus, which is very bad. Uh, that is shocking. I did not think it was going to be that bad. That's, that's mm-hmm. really bad. 
Um, so I don't know why it was that bad. Uh, but, um, I don't know. Interesting. Um, and, yeah. I kind of do understand a little bit, but so it is still pretty shocking. I, so, after reading that, I, I, didn't, I also didn't know about the disastrous thing in Del Toro. Yeah, I didn't know about that either. So, I'm curious about that. I'll, yeah, so I'll, I'll give you a little more info on this. Yeah, history, history, it's, please. It's actually pretty interesting. So, this movie is directed, I'm gonna, a little bit of trivia, it's produced by Miramax. Guess who did that? Well, who Guess owned, who's the big who boss? Mr. Rapist himself, yes. Bobby Weinstein. Bob and Harley. Harley's the one in jail. I don't know if Bob. Oh. I don't know if Bob. Bob yeah, not Bob. I don't think so. I'm sure he's sorry, a, sorry I'm, Bob. Yeah, I'm, you, no, no, you no. Didn't I'm sure he's a complete <laughs> fucking dickhead also. But Harley uh, is rotting in prison right now, which is amazing. Um, yeah. but he's a horrible, horrible, horrible human man. Being. You don't know who that is. Um, you live under a rock. Um, but Harley Weinstein um, produced this movie, and he was huge in the 90s, and he was known for obviously getting Tarantino off the ground, and he was also, as much as a piece of shit he is, very good producer, especially in the 90s. He, got, mm-hmm. he had a lot of hit movies. Very he, successful. Very, very, in a lot very of successful. ways, the was the 90s and 24. They were very much mm. um, pushing independent cinema. They, he did Steven Soderbergh, his career, Quentin Tarantino. He lost a lot of people's careers. And the same was going to happen with Del Toro, where Del Toro made a movie called Kronos in Mexico, which was a big kind of international hit, indie hit. And it was a fucking cool movie. If you haven't seen Kronos, I love Kronos. is really, really cool. Um, very, very cool twist on a vampire uh, uh, movie. And... Such a unique vision, also, that movie. So, I'm sure that Harley saw that, you know, was like, hey, come make, you know, American movies. And, you know, that's how this movie got made. And so, so according to Del Toro, that um, during the filming of this movie, when they would get daily, so you see the movie, if people don't know, you see the studio movie, that, you know, millions and millions of dollars involved in. This was a thirty million dollar movie. That's a fucking that's a budget. You know, that's that's especially for nineteen ninety seven, that's a budget. Mm-hmm. And um they they have to get they get dailies. You know, you have to send the dailies to uh, the producers to get, you know, make sure everything's running, you know, standard procedure. Which is lip dailies are literally just the footage, just the footage the, that is shot footage. in the day, yes. edited, edited together. And I yeah. think it's like scenes roughly edited together, so you're not just seeing shots; right. you're seeing it kind of, th- right. it kind of formed together. But I'm in sure a very, now very that that's state. what they are. I wonder what they were in the nineties because it was probably harder to like edit, you know, quickly back then. But yeah, you can play them, edit yeah. on your phone all the way to the office. To them, yeah, you know. But See, um, watch dailies on TikToks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so, anyways, Bob, so Bob and Harley did not think that the movie was scary enough. And so, basically, this is the tale as old as time uh, that he, they would go on set, basically bully him on set. Um, basically, um, the producer compared making the film to being a prisoner at a war camp. Oh um, my God! And Del Toro. In 2018, uh, this is a direct quote, the only time I've experienced bad, bad behavior, and it remains one of the worst experiences of my life. It was in 1997 when I made Mimic for her It was horrible, horrible, horrible experience. So... That's so sad. sad. That's really sad. It's sad. But, I mean, look who's fucking laughing now. The guy <laughs> has four Oscars. I think three or four Academy Awards. Um... And, you know, went on to, you know, make some of the best films in the 2000s and the 2010s. Um, so, with that mind, I think that there are obviously things about this movie that um, have shortcomings to them, you know? And you can tell, in the, like, in the first 20 minutes, I was like, what is... I was like, there's... It seems edited to shit. Like, it seems like it's... It's. I felt. I think I wrote my notes. I'm like. I feel like I'm speed running the the <laughs> the start of this movie. Um, and but like so, I liked this movie. I thought it was fun, and I thought it was a. Uh, 
you know, it reminded me of like a bee horror, like a, a bee horror creature movie from the 80s. And it seemed like that that's what kind of Gotoro, because I know Gotoro loves that kind of shit. He loves those kind of movies, and it seems like that he wanted to make something like that, you know? And in Pockets, he, he achieves that. There's some great scenes in this movie. There's some really fun Agreed. scenes in this movie. But ultimately, they're. <laughs> This is the, it's funny because there are some good scenes, but this is definitely the least Del Toro feeling movie of his whole career. You know, even Kronos, like, has, like, when you go watch Kronos, like, after watching, you know, obviously his masterpieces, like, Pan's Labyrinth and Save the Water and Pinocchio, like, and Nightmare Alley. Fucking love Nightmare Alley. If you haven't seen it, please watch it. Not enough people have seen it. It's so good. Um... You know, you can feel the Del Toro style, but this feels definitely compromised in a lot of ways. Like, there are definitely moments in it where you're like, like, what? And then I, I read, too, that he, one of the reasons why Del Toro was pissed was that the second unit, you know, Harvey and Bob uh, sent the second unit to go shoot a lot of more stuff that got under his permission, Del Toro's permission, so... And he also did not get final cut of this movie. So this movie was edited without his permission, you know, was chopped and screened. And so you get this kind of mess of a movie, but it's it's a fun mess. It's a fun time. It's not like a boring time. It's not, you know, it's not the greatest thing, but it is worth watching if you're definitely a fan of Del Toro and like creature movies for sure. Because it's, you know, the creature's cool. The idea is cool. Um, ultimately, it, it did disappoint me that there are so many scenes in this where I'm like, man, like, it, this is edited, this shit, especially a lot of the attack scenes in this movie. I'm like, they're yeah. shot low light. They're edited, like, horribly. You're like, what? You're like, where's the gore you want from these movies? There's no, there's practically no violence, no gore that you want in, like, a creature movie like this. It just kind of turns out to be kind of this kind of a generic movie, like this kind of generic uh, Hollywood, Hollywoodized, you know, creature movie that, um, you know, is fun, but it's definitely, I definitely was disappointed by it, for sure. Yeah, I I think that all, I agree with basically 100% of what you would said, you said, and I would say that my my attraction to Mimic is is based 100% on my general obsession with monsters yeah. and stuff like that. Washer is very cool. Yeah, I, think, I think the idea of the washer is so cool. Like, I agree. Such a cool idea. And and I think that it makes a lot of sense that the production was so hampered yeah. um, or invaded that his his it, that Guillermo's vision was so infected by producers because I feel like that this movie is a very stock monster movie, kind of like like a be- like Leviathan if you've ever seen that, which is mm-hmm. like a fun monster movie, but like not a great a great film in a lot of ways. But it, it kind of feels like that, where it's this generic archetypal monster movie that has like these blips of genius cool experimentation yeah, yeah, yeah. and innovation. Totally. And honestly, yeah. even though the characters are definitely cardboard characters overall, yeah. like some of the performances and like like the what they come out of it is like that was like yeah. way more three dimensional than they should sure, have been yeah. in, in a movie like this, sure. which I think is like Guillermo kind of coming out a little bit and bringing right. like what he brings out of his movies in yeah. in in this, but. Overall, it was really hampered by more of a archetypical, stereotypical, like studio right. vision to it, which really got in the way of the great ideas. And I think yeah. the other big problem that what, what I realized after seeing the movie this time is that um, the opening of the monster concept, but the monster is mimicking humans, like as right. a mimic, like he's it's so cool and interesting cool. to me. Yeah. I love those scenes in the rain, yeah. him moving yeah, around, right. kind of like yeah, like awesome. Batman. It was yeah. like really intimidating. Like when you yeah. take when they take the kid and they come out of the shadows like yeah, that. Cool. All of cool. that was yeah. like fucking awesome. But yeah. the beginning is both way too fast paced and way too slow paced. Okay. It Whoa. takes for yeah. it takes forever to get shit like yeah. going, and the exposition is so oh fast. Even though yeah. like the ideas of it, it's like I yeah. like that there's this idea that only kills kids and you have to use cockroaches to get rid of it. Right. But it's like, well, okay, let's kind of, let's slow this down because that happens in five minutes. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, 
suddenly I'm like, the, the weirdest thing to me, like, <laughs> the, the thing that, like, I kept thinking about is, like, what is up with, like, there's some characters in this where I'm like, <laughs> there's some funny shit. Like, the, <laughs> the kids who sell Sarah the bugs. Yeah. What the hell's going on there? <laughs> Why does why does she have these two kids that are bug dealers? Like what you couldn't get like a adult to go get you some bugs? Why why are these kids coming into your lab giving hey, you hey, bugs in a cornflake box? You heard, you, heard, you heard what she said. She said, Hey, they're from A City. They could be selling way worse shit. Might as well be selling buying I, bugs from I them. just couldn't wrap my head around those characters. <laughs> I was like, What is going on here? I and, mean, kids like kids like kind of collect can collect bugs sometimes, and they found and like they this entomologist in the city. I don't think they go sell them to scientists. That's the part where I'm like, what? No, I get the part where they collect bugs. Yeah, but going to a scientist and then the scientist not even caring, like being like, thanks. Yeah, I'll give you twenty dollars for them. It's like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, um, I, so that was strange. I agree. It's super goofy. Uh, I thought the the Choi character was just you just delete them. Just yeah, not. the Manny, the Manny, Manny, and the Chewy characters. Just those two characters were really a waste. I, I like. And then delete. There was a. There was a. I. I felt exactly the same way, and I feel like that. Um. I. I like this idea to try to do this kind of weird ensemble cast thing because it yeah, kind of yeah, added yeah, yeah, like yeah. an an element yeah, of interest a, to it. It's a classic. You know, watch the movie thing with this group of characters. You know, these. But but the it was so and the scientists and the kid. Yeah. <laughs> But it was so bloated and it felt so underdeveloped that it's just like we don't need this. Well, and I would rather I you like, just why work. are you here? Yeah, I know. I'm you like, were I, waiting for it, Tim, to be important yeah, for right. some reason. I know. You know? And I was like, by the end, I was like, wow, that just turned out to be this super generic, underdeveloped. Like you're supposed to like the last shot of the movie. I'm like, that is. There's no way you're gonna. <laughs> Approve that. I was like, no, no, you know, yeah. they're a family now. But, oh yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. You really, you really cared about. I, I this feel like kid. the only thing, the only thing that they were trying to really push it was this. There was this other bizarre complex that was beginning this in the beginning of the movie with their obsession to try to have a baby, which I thought really did oh, not yeah, work yeah. in the yeah. movie. Yeah. I like their, I like their relationship. I like the two characters. The female lead and the male lead are kind of corny and goofy. Yeah. But they, I find them compelling enough to carry me through the, the cop, monster the movie story. Hilarious. Yeah, and the cop, the cop with the with the husband, <laughs> like I like all that too. Josh Brolin, um, Josh Brolin, and Josh Brolin. Josh yeah. Brolin's also great yeah. in it. I actually, yeah, he had a really fun. nice role, and yeah. he was really charismatic and funny. Um, but you're right, like they just had this it focus on that kid that was just like really random. Uh, and every time he um, said Mister Fancy Shoes or whatever he fucking said, I was like, <laughs> what is up with this obsession with shoes? Like I just didn't understand it really. Yeah. Well, know. he was autistic. He's a little autistic kid, and he has like this little obsession yeah, right. with yeah, knowing, clicking, and, his shoes. Yeah, and, yeah, sure. He has he has the tism. <laughs> um, but <laughs> I've uh, never heard that. That's a that's a Theo Vaughn thing. That's oh, from yeah, Theo. that's perfect. <laughs> yeah. Um, he. So the other Genius. thing about this movie that is that this is I noticed this too because. So the beginning's really boring for the human character's development, and it's the most interesting for the the monster movie aspect. Yeah. The second half of the movie, when they get trapped underground, is the most interesting yeah, for cool. the humans' character when yeah. they're underground. But the monsters become totally unintimidating and are completely ruined once they just turn into right. giant cockroaches. And I in my what opinion, that is. I don't know because. Yeah, I mean, I also kept thinking about another movie that came out like the other not in black. Mm-hmm. Well, the similarities of that movie because that yeah, movie, you mean the 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 bug villain? <laughs> well, it's a cockroach. Like right. The idea is uh, that yeah, right. It's a you know, it's a man. It's a cockroach disguised as a man. So it's like this. I don't know. It's like this. That's funny, a, like, that is a funny comparison. But it came out surprisingly the same year. accurate. That's funny. The same that's year. That's really funny. That's hilarious. Yeah. Actually, so people just love bugs. <laughs> turn them into things. <laughs> um. But yeah, I mean, it's yeah, it's ultimately just turned into a big bug movie. And the CGI does not age well. No. It does not look that good. No. no. 
So the thing that saves it about the second half is like that underground setting is really, really cool. And the set design, which I think is probably we can credit to Guillermo for kind of coming up with that. And like the fucking train, like the whole the planning and blocking around that was really, really effective and was reminiscent of sort of the trap space that you feel an alien. You know, it would just be cool if you felt more threatened by the monster. You know, if it was like a little bit more dread involved or just intrigue. In any I think kind of also level like, at that point. as much as like I thought, yeah, like the 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 creature, the the yeah, the lurking of the alleyways and shit. I really like that. That was a really cool idea. But like like I said earlier, like the kills and the, they hide it. It's like hidden. Like you know, yeah, it's really weird. You're when right. When you see like the when they kill the 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 bug dealers, I'm like, oh, I was so disappointed. I'm like, that's it. That's all you did. I do, I do love that the first kill is that they fucking murder some kids. I think yeah. I thought that that was no, dope. No, that's cool. <laughs> but it's just the way that it's done is like just this like I agree. Blurry, lit, unlit. You can't really see what's happening. Then they zoom in on their on their mouth, just shaking, and then they die. And you're like, okay, like yeah. And you can really compare cool. that. You can you can think about that with something like because um like the best monster movies like with with Alien or like Jaws, it's not necessarily the desire to see the monster. Right, right, it's right, the right. desire to get what's so scary about it right. from those kills, which right, is right, what's right. so displayed so well. Like in, like you have the close up of the thing coming out of how it kills. Yeah, like in yeah. with this movie, you have like they have one sharp arm that comes out sometime right. from an ambiguous area. Well, you know, I never, I never understood really fully how the how the creature moved or how the right how to attack. I never really understood that. It was just not very, and I'm sure that that's due to some of the bad editing in this movie, like the, the choppy, I mean, there's, there's times in this movie where there's like a shot for half a second. You're like, like, just fucking just jumps, you know? And like, that's just what happens when you get, you know, people that, you know, you just get a bunch of footage and you have to cut something together, you know? Right, right, right. Right. Um, or, 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 or you're just trying to, I feel like the other thing that you, you see, I feel like this happens a lot with modern movies, especially, uh, but often also in the nineties for sure, where to try to create excitement, you just create frenetic en- uh, editing, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. when it's actually not really that exciting just to see things yeah. happening really fast. And it'd be more exciting yeah. if you did something compelling that, happened, that was exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, also, yeah, I mean, frenetic fast-paced editing and shots, that could be a good thing. But it's, mm-hmm. you have to do For it sure. correctly. You have to, like, in, in Uncut Gems, I'm looking at a poster of Uncut Gems, that's one of my favorite movies ever. Great example. Like, that's, the shots are so short in that movie. They're so... I mean, but but you but you identified why it doesn't work in Mimic is because it's not to make it more exciting. It's well, to try it's to, to create the, the illusion yeah. exciting and then to obscure that they don't want to show you shit right. because they yes. don't have the footage. Yeah, they're like, wow, this seems boring. We got to speed up to, to you know to get people like engaged in some way, you know? Yeah. Um, and so like the last you know how he how she kills the the, the bug is hilarious like she, the, 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 the bug the, dad the at the train, end yeah, the, yeah dude, that, it's the dad <laughs> but the the train car came and then as she's running away the, the film just got sped up and then she like moved out of the way and then i was like oh all right and then that was the end of the fucking movie. That's yeah. how they ended the movie. Yeah. So anticlimactic. Yeah. Yeah. The ending really is a huge letdown yeah. by the yeah. by the yeah. end of this. It does uh, like yeah, when they first get into the because really this movie is very much like your paint by the numbers, like if you've seen a creature movie, you kinda know the beats it's going to until like I, the moment where I was like, oh, I was not expecting that when, when she got kidnapped by the creature and, and was taken down to the sewer. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, oh, that mm-hmm. was, you know. And I also, I also like the, the moment where I was taken aback when the when Josh Brolin and then the cop oh, yeah, and the great. husband, yeah, they, yeah, they yeah. fell down into yeah, there. I was like, oh. because So this is the thing that's interesting about this film because I feel like that this film – is not effective as a horror film. It's not that scary at yeah. all. There's some moments in the beginning which is like 
horrific. Like the idea yeah. of the mimicking bug, that concept I is a scary design. idea. It was creepy and cool. Yeah, like, the, yeah the clicking, yeah, the clicking yeah. and stuff. But I do think that this is like from an adventure standpoint, like this has a pretty effective like adventure yeah, appeal to totally, me. Yeah, like the, yeah, the yeah. thing into the depths. It doesn't really pay off in the ending that much, yeah. but the transition from beginning to, to middle, like the investigating, right. like kind of stepping in yeah. to what they're investigating about that, and they go down into the secret dark hole. Yeah. All of that I thought was like a really cool adventure kind of creepy, eerie element that was crafted in a way that I wouldn't expect from a B-horror yeah, type of sure. film like yeah. that, which is why I like this movie more so. Yeah. Because, okay, because that's the other element about this. Because a lot of monster movies don't really have a high standard of quality to them yeah. in the first yeah. place. So, yeah. And this film is not necessarily a high standard, definitely not a high standard of quality either, but yeah. I liked the innovation and experimentation going on in it, like the blips of it, yeah, makes me totally really yeah. appreciate this movie in the monster movie genre. Yeah. Even though yeah, as a yeah, film yeah. in itself, Self, it clearly has some pretty serious deficits. For sure, yeah. I mean, I think, like, yeah, I mean, I think for me, yeah, like, totally. And I think that kind of adds, like, disappointment. Like, almost looks like. For sure, yes, definitely. Because you kind of were like, man, if Gerlo, I'm sure he doesn't want to do this anymore, but I'm like, dude, if you, you know, have the full creative control that he has now, and he's like, I'm going to go with that him. idea. Yeah, or, so or, sick. Or just a new idea, it's like, a straight up. He's like, I'm gonna make a straight up B horror adventure movie, adventure creature movie. It'll probably be the host level or something. You know, it'll be like, it'll be like not only fun, but it'll be like a great film. You know, he'll you know, incorporate some social commentary in it, probably set it during the fucking fascism, like all his, like all his other movies. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, um, be cool. But, um, so, but, also, fun fact, did you know that this is also a trilogy? I knew there was a second one. I did not know there was a third one. That's crazy. Well, I have no I don't know anything about the other two, but I was, I was pretty, I thought that that was pretty funny. I watched a trailer for the second one yesterday because I was just curious, yeah. and it was one of the jankest trailers. It was just this really boring-ass scene of well, this person interrogating a woman, and it looked like straight to VOD. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, this really wasn't successful box office-wise, really, so I'm sure that this is what it got to theaters. I'm sure it just was, you know. Do you know how many Hellraiser movies there are? <laughs> I'm serious. How many? How many of the core, not including, not including the remake or the reboot, remake or whatever? Um, I think that. Well, there's definitely. Is there like six, dude? I think there might be nine. <laughs> nine. Yeah. That's too many, dude. Yeah. Cut them off. Like the remake was cool. They though, I made four of them, like in the eighties or like in the nineties, yeah. and then like they stopped. For like 15 years, and then they made like five more of them, like the That's, or That's so funny. I, I, I love Hellraiser 1. Yeah. That's, I think that movie's phenomenal. Right. Yeah. And I watched Hellraiser 2, and I tapped out. I was like, that movie, Hellraiser, oh, like 2, Hellraiser 2. I was I know not Hellraiser into 2 that. has fans. I've never seen it. But. It's crazy. It's kooky, but it doesn't yeah. have any of this. Like, it just it just departs from what I thought Hellraiser, Hellraiser actually so, so. pretty scary movie. Yeah, That's a pretty terrifying movie. movie. Yeah, have you you've seen Hellraiser, oh, yeah, right? Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That movie, we I, watched I it think together we, in college. We did. Oh shit. Oh yeah, because yeah, I, I remember that was sick. Yeah, I, I love Hellraiser. We got a podcast on the old podcast about it. A podcast on the go check out our old podcast <laughs> on Hellraiser then. <laughs> um, Rep in the past. Yeah, uh, I thought shit. that was funny. Three, they three, three fucking movies about, in Mimic. That's insane. Yeah, I don't. I mean, they have to do more research about. Like, what the fuck? Is it just the same thing? Like, the bug, the bug, the bug? Because the they kill all the bugs. Yeah, like, what happens? Like, to the... Um, also, I also thought it was goofy, but kind of cool that how this whole thing starts. We didn't really talk about. So, the beginning right. is, you know, it, they speed run it. It's terribly executed in how they lay this information to you. But, from what I understanding, so... Cockroaches yes. had a disease, and they were, it was like a deadly disease. Strickler's disease, and this or Strickland's. Woman, this woman, like, created this, like, <laughs> this bug <laughs> called the Judas, Judas plant. Judas yeah. bug. Judas breed. Right. 
to kill all the cockroaches. Not to be mistaken with Judas Priest, the heavy metal band. Right. Yeah. That's different. Which would be awesome. <laughs> he started this band called Judas Priest. And, and that scared all the cockroaches. So hard. <laughs> they only performed in the sewers. And, um, in the sewers. Okay, so yeah, so this Judas bug was mm-hmm. to kill all the the the, uh, yeah, you see, you see, the Judas Priest would go down thing. into the sewers, and it would goo, and that would attract all the other cockroaches, <laughs> yeah. which would come and eat the goo, and then they would die. Okay, but then it evolved. The Judas breed, that is, right? Yes. It evolved. That's why we get a hilarious three years later title card, and it's like it's evolved into this mimic thing. Yes, yes, okay. that's the idea. That's the idea. Exactly the goofy. other. The other element <laughs> about this... why couldn't they just... I don't know. Isn't there, wasn't there an easier way to kill all these cockroaches? <laughs> well, you think. It'd be hard to kill... Yes, it, it's it's definitely... <laughs> why, it's do a definitely to, a... why do you have to crossbreed these... Why do you have to create this... That's a bad idea, man. I feel like the other thing, too, which I like... What I like about the concept of the beginning is that I like how kind of absurd it is. But it clashes totally, yeah, with fun. this re with the realistic tone that they're trying to go for more of like a blockbuster thing, which is very yeah, grounded right, right. in our reality. Yeah. Where it's like if you if you played with like the rules of the reality a little bit more, yeah. where like this kind of absurd thing was logical, I felt like it could have worked like so much better. And mm-hmm. I was kind of into it that like the reason <laughs> that we're doing this cockroach story is to save the kids. You know, it's to save the kids because they'd save be the dead. Kids. But you're right. It's ex- it's 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 uh it's a extremely yeah, goofy, goofy. Really horror stuff. Yeah, which is fun. The other thing that's funny about it is that when they get to it, when they're in the train car, uh, the the other element is I that. Long, like, it's just like abandoned. It's like this empty. In New oh York. yeah. Yeah, like, that doesn't exist. But it's well, cool. well, actually, that was a cool story element where they were explaining that that because that used to be populated by hobos, but the bugs right. ate them all. I thought that was kind of cool. There wasn't even rats oh, there. Oh yeah, because, that, yeah, I like that. Yeah, because the bugs ate the rats. There was like cool blips like that that yeah. were pretty interesting. But uh, the doctor was like, these. These they must have have bred so rapidly. Did you know that the human the humans apes turned into humans in just forty thousand generations? So so that line was <laughs> so funny. I was like, why did you guys? Was, what is yeah? What was the line? I was like, yeah, like each of the dog. What what's this gonna involve in just three years or just three years time? Like, dude. Okay, like. Funny, breathe yeah. in, breathe out. <laughs> breathe it really did remind me, like, is this a movie from the 60s? Like, a black and white, you know? Yeah, right. Like, it's fun. It, which it, it's which fun you could see, way. if Guillermo was kind of working with that, you could make a tone that would be really interesting that's right, that's, and funny. But that's the thing, right? Is that the, he, there's that tone, and then there's, like, this other tone that's trying to be, like, a successful blockbuster so it has yeah, like exactly a, it has a dumb kid in it that doesn't you know they care about like baby yeah, crazy and like a cop you know yeah another another line that, that was funny though yeah i liked his character Dude, a lot um, i will say though one of the dumbest characters like okay i want to make sure i get this right of okay. what happened <laughs> yeah. so he gets in this abandoned car yeah. He who, turns who, who, it wait, on. Who, the who, cop. Who? Yeah. He right. turns it on. Okay. A fire extinguisher looks around because it, <laughs> and, and hits him in the ankle and breaks his ankle. And then he's like incapacitated. And then yeah. he dies. Well he also he also got cut in the leg by, by okay. one of the beasties yeah, too. I thought <laughs> I thought but I also that just thought, would be funny. What a weird scene. It's just like having that he like what a like Loser way to break your ankle. Can you imagine like that's how you break your ankle? That you start <laughs> a a cart and then a it just jolts you like a fire extinguisher just whips around and breaks your ankle. Pretty lame, like, yo. Pretty lame. No, like, but he wow. got he got he got he got he got molested by one of those bugs earlier, uh, for sure. Oh, got chopped in the lake. 
Yeah. Which yeah, was yeah. cool. We're going to run yeah. into the little flying. That was a cool scene. Okay. Yeah, we actually got to see it. And I liked how, uh, in that scene, I like how they chop it in half with the door and it, it yeah. pulls its top half off and the yeah, top half sick. is like scuttling around. I, like I, w- I wish I wish there was a little bit more of the little top half scuttling around. Yeah. I wish that was more of a scene because I yeah. feel like that, that could have had some, you know, like the thing. You know, the head comes right. off. We, we want more of that. Let's see where the head goes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Uh, uh, but another another line that I feel like was doing was a failed attempt of trying to make this movie like deep, but is an idea would be really cool if the movie was actually about this, where they were saying like um, how like how have we never seen the bugs before? And the doctor yeah. was like, we have. They've been with us for generations. They've been like hiding among the shadows and shit. You know the whole mimic right, idea. Right, right, right. But the whole mimic idea was basically abandoned for like big scary cockroach man. And yeah. it's like that idea yeah. would be so cool if there was this yeah. bug that right. was infiltrating human society. I know. Like that's like, awesome. Black. Like men in black. <laughs> just I like men in black. <laughs> <laughs> it's just really funny. Like I mean, it's just such a weird like how how what are the odds that there are two movies that had <laughs> cockroach cockroaches disguised as people <laughs> that's so in the funny. same year? Yeah, that's... You actually go to what if they came out in the same month? Yeah. You saw men in black and you saw men like what is going on? What is that with cockroaches? Yeah. Oh, man. That's, uh, but that's... No, you're right. Yeah, it's like they abandoned that cool yeah. mimic idea. The movie's called Mimic, and they don't really do anything with the mimic idea. The yeah, it's hardly it's hardly used at all. It's just yeah. like the beginning, like, intrigue. Which it's almost like, like the producers are like, no, I don't like that idea. But yeah, you got I... the movie. But we're like, the movie's called Mimic. <laughs> you know it i feel like the other element that would have been really cool if guillermo was allowed to do it would be because the other thing that guillermo always has with his monster movie which which is really great is that he has this sympathy for monsters that i feel yeah, like a oh, lot yeah. of directors totally. don't have Almost every because he's and and I feel, and what what this movie has is a very clear black and white where, like, the monster is just evil and the yeah. humans are just vanquishing evil, which is not what, which is not really what Guillermo, <laughs> that's not really what Guillermo does, though. That's not like his shtick. No, 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 no. They're far more complicated. Right? Yeah. Yeah, and and and, and the idea the idea of the mimic you know infiltrating yeah. the human society or right. even the idea of camouflaging its predator the human you know that has an idea of like it seeing itself as prey to the yeah. humans which adds an element of humanization well, you know, there's to that it. Whole, there's that you know you know any creature movie like this there's the scene where they explain the <laughs> the motive you know the yeah. creature there's that whole scene where they are getting the, you know, they have the skeleton, they have the exoskeleton of one of the, the mimics or whatever, and she talks about how, you know, kind of like snakes and how they camouflage their prey and stuff like yeah. that. And there's yeah. that hilarious moment with the, the music in this movie is fucking hilarious. It's so <laughs> corny and <laughs> awesome. But there's a scene where, like, she pieces together, it's like, human, like human prey. <laughs> but it's, you know, like, you're right, like, that's a cool high concept creature idea I just wish you know Bob was Bob was you know let him do his thing yeah seriously yeah yeah well no one did you know he made a cool movie he, made credit, he was early cool movie, he was early but no but, one knew he was a genius but even in, even in the early creature design you know thinking about like the um like, cause that's the other thing I like about this movie. That practical suit, essentially, totally, yeah. like in the beginning, yeah. I just wish I saw it more. So cool! Yeah, it looks it so cool. cool, and it's only in like a, a handful of right. scenes. It's crazy, but it's definitely the coolest part about the movie. For sure, like Absolutely. that whole like that whole idea. I think that's what that's really why there's sequels. <laughs> yeah, and that's what's really has drawn me like to it the most is right. because of that my imagination just like fills up totally. when I think about that that monster. Yeah, and, I feel Jersey. Um, well, Lilith is a better movie than this, but Pumpkinhead. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's got a cool creature <laughs> in it. Yeah. It's got a wacky, creepy creature in it, but the movie's not great. No. Yeah, that, that movie's kind of... That movie's... That, that's a wacky that's a fucking bad movie. movie. That's a really that, bad movie. That movie goes but the all the fuck fun. over the place. Yeah, I like the... Because that's another cool that's practical a, that's creature that's pretty creepy. That's why that movie's even done. Mm-hmm. Because the creature's yeah. cool. 
which is you know which is usually how a lot of monster movies get because yeah, yeah. you have this crazy practical creature <laughs> yes. that does like crazy shit it's like oh they put a tentacle yeah. and it touched the girl's underwear this movie's insane <laughs> yeah it's very rare when you get like a movie like the first Godzilla or or that yeah. is a genuinely really good movie or the first King Kong or you know so like that's like an actually like wow this is a really the fly cool movie. the fly yeah totally yeah or the, the thing. thing, yeah, I think the thing, yeah, it's very rare when you get like a a a, a creature movie that's genuinely like really really exciting and, and you know intellectually stimulating. <laughs> well, it doesn't yeah. have to be. It doesn't have to be, you know. Like but it'd be genre. cool if it was, you know. Right, it'd be totally, sick. yeah, <laughs> totally. But you know, we could we we get what we get. Yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, another line from this movie, which happens with the, when the kids, um, uh, uh, when the kids are selling <laughs> their wares God, to the entomologist, so when has, she like takes the the cornflake box, I'm like, why? The cornflakes <laughs> give the money. Like, why is this a cornflake box? <laughs> but uh, my favorite line, one of the kids is like, "Whatever peels your banana, lady." <laughs> yeah. Do that one kid? I was like, you got some teeth. (laughs) Whoa. I kind of was wondering if those were fake because he was, those were insane. Those were some insane chompers. That would be even more insane if those were fake teeth. Yeah. like, no kid, you gotta put these fake teeth in. It's for the aesthetic of the movie. You gotta get these like insane looking teeth in. Yeah. I, I did. Oh, another crazy thing. You remember, remember how they in the just like just like cuss out the homeless people? <laughs> These kids are mean. <laughs> they walk what? up to what? Yeah, they walk. <laughs> was that a the- was that a theatrical cut exclusive? I don't, know. I don't yeah, remember they, that. Oh Tell yeah, me. there it was. No, there's a whole scene where they go and they're looking for the bugs. They go yeah. underneath. They're looking for more bugs to sell. I can't get uh-huh. over. I can't get over the guys. Just... Like they're a hustle. Is that um, <laughs> but, but, is that what the, was that when they were going down and they find the egg case like that scene? Yeah, so like right before that, they yeah. go up to these homeless guys and they they see a homeless guy sleeping under a cart and it's like moving, and they walk up to it. And they're like they kick it and it's like this moment like oh my god, it's a bug. <laughs> and then it looks it's just like an old homeless guy. And they're like get a job, loser. And then they're like what? <laughs> Dude, that was not in my movie. That was not in yeah, my cut. Yeah, I hear those like, uh-uh. No. <laughs> Dude, that's fucking hilarious. Yeah. That's just... <laughs> Took no, out it's the like scene. a whole scene, and then the, the homeless guys are like, ah, fuck you, and then the, the kids like cussing out, like, why is this in the movie? <laughs> that cracks me up. Yeah. They just went down into the cellar and died in my version. Yeah, no. Yeah. Oh no, man, they, that's they that's fucking crazy. Homeless guys. Okay, so maybe you didn't. <laughs> did you have the scene where they revealed that? So they had that awesome scene in the beginning where the Asian man is killed, and then he's I would dragged love to see into. I watch a crazier version. What if we walk out of like, whoa, this is way crazier, way different. You know? Yeah, maybe maybe you watch the director's director's cut. Mm. Um, I I have a feeling that I watched the theatrical cut. Yeah, well, now since yours was different, I, that yeah, must have been I, what I, happened. I'm, I'm sure that you're only going to keep the. Uh... <laughs> well, you know you watch the director's cut because it says the director's cut. Yeah, it could yeah, be sure. lying, but yeah. I'm, it says it on the. <laughs> it's not lying to you. <laughs> <laughs> Why would they lie to you? I don't know. I don't know. That's a ploy. Maybe they just. Oh, that's funny. They just... <laughs> um, but <laughs> and, did you have the scene where they, it was revealed that the, the Asian guy's church was actually like a slavery front? No, <laughs> that wasn't in your version, dude. Because, because, okay, because what happens is you got the 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 Asian dude's the first kill. He falls down. The paint bucket happens. And then the thing like drags him into the sewer, and they have that funny scene where he's like being dragged. You didn't see this? No, no. The first kill that I was the kids. Are you kidding me? Oh, dude. Well, you miss one. Of, that's one of the best scenes. That's the best kill scene in the movie. Like, is the only one because it's actually like yeah. really fucking cool and how's it open. So, um, definitely watch the director's cut um, for you know people who want to see this movie because yeah. that's that's a great scene. So, in the beginning, I'll God just tell you. It. Yeah, there's a scene where uh, like that this dude this dude gets killed, and then later they go and investigate his church, and they find all of these people. 
down under here, like all of these Chinese people well, down yeah, underneath the church. The that I uh, saw. And it establishes the shit on the ceiling that Josh Brolin has to come up because they find okay. like a room that has yeah. all the shit in the ceiling. So that later when they see the shit down down right. in the in the in the subway station yeah we got like the establishing scene right, we right, got the okay. establishing scene with the it's not it's not a great scene when yeah. they establish all the because it's completely fucking random it doesn't really make that much sense yeah. and doesn't really establish so too you, much you understand why they, uh, harley's gonna like, cut that out yeah, um, I, I I understand why they cut that. I don't understand why they cut out the Asian dude getting killed because yeah, that scene right, was fucking right. fantastic. Yeah. And it establishes, like, because um, cause the dude dies, and then Chewie kind of has a cool moment because he's, like, the first character we see. Chewie. And he, like, he sees he sees <laughs> the, the guy die and get yeah. dragged away, but he's so autistic that he doesn't know how to articulate a murder. Right. And he's just like, <laughs> Mr. Funny, and then, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> okay that's kind of cool I guess so definitely that's definitely I definitely like that so scene so if I rewatch this movie I'll, I'll be sure to um yeah watch the director's I'll, I'll be sure to watch the director's cut <laughs> I wonder what else was different man you were yeah I, I know, definitely man. got the better did end of that did you get the deal. part where they giggle the bug and they're like rub this on your body did you see that that was well. You mean like it a bug or like they took like the well, bug guts out? Yeah, they took the bug guts and they, like well, like what well, I think the cop gets injured and was like rubbing on your body. I thought that was fucking funny. Yeah, rubbing bug guts on her. Look the way that he she says that. <laughs> He's like, I think I wrote here. Rub this bug on you. <laughs> <laughs> just thrusting it. Yeah. yeah, there was a whole there's a whole funny scene where they're just kind of dramatically rubbing blood gut bud guts on like the windows of the train which it's not it's not really that suspenseful but what (laughs) cracked me up is that you just heard like this sound of like this window washing sounds like while they're like while they're rubbing bug guts on the windows yeah yeah, this is yeah yeah um i'm glad that you're gonna get discouraged um from making movies yeah or the next movie who they go with Blackwell, which is great. He looked back in Mexico. He was like, fuck America. He looked back in Mexico today because it was next movie. Um, um, but, uh, yeah, Lilith, fun movie. Fun movie, but definitely flawed. Yes, Very definitely. Very but fun. What a good time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I definitely think that sounds like the director's cut is significantly better. Just sounds like the director's cut is a definitive way. Mm-hmm. I'm curious what the other differences are. I'm I'm really really curious now. I um, the, the only you know it's interesting because you know these are kind of rare you know director's cuts being significantly different or better or or whatever you know and like the only one I can think of is like Blade Runner's the most famous one you know mm-hmm. the final mm-hmm. cut being like I think the third director's cut or something that yeah. finally is like this is the fucking version of the movie I wanted to make. Um, and then, um, what else? There's a famous, another famous one. Uh, I mean, obviously, The Lord of the Rings. Extended oh, yeah, cuts, the extended are, cuts. Yeah, kind of the director's cut. Which is less controversial bit. because that's just, totally, like, yeah. more good shit rather than, like, right. like one version significantly I've worse. I've never seen the extended cuts, but, like, I'm sure that they probably... I would like to see them if this even work is, like... You know what I mean? Like, like they're all, like... Four hours. Like, uh, I'm sure they're gonna be partially like, okay. Yeah. Do we I really think, need this? Do we really need more Larry and Pippin with the? I truth? think. I do think we really I did. Need this? <laughs> <laughs> I think I did see. I did yeah, see one of those? the extended cuts. I watched the extended oh, cuts. Okay, yeah. Um, and I don't remember them being significantly. Didn't really notice because yeah. you know you're so absorbed. I was so absorbed in the world that it was right. just like. Show me, you know, I'll just I'll just right. watch through it. But I'll watch the tree it, talking. I'll watch the tree. Yeah, show me. Give me give me more of that tree shit. <laughs> um but yeah, but this is definitely this is definitely a situation where it sounds like there is some which, you know, a movie like this too, 
where there's elements of like cool shit like with like the yeah. if there's any more scenes with like the cool practical suit monster then i would yeah, love absolutely. for that to get yeah, cut totally. into there absolutely. so it's, it's yeah. i can't believe that one of those awesome scenes were taken out of the movie in the theatrical yeah. version that's yeah. astonishing to me i don't know man i don't know but yeah i think um i think this will end our discussion on on mimic mimic what would you say would this be something would you buy a blu-ray it's a really complicated question yeah i feel similarly you know what i would say yeah i'm not <laughs> you know if i see it so I, I will never see this movie on blu-ray somewhere <laughs> but if i do and it's, you know, reasonably priced. Yeah, I'll probably buy it. I love this kind of shit. I mean, this is something that we bond over. It's creature yeah. movies. Yeah. And, like, a bad creature movie. You know, some of them are, like, real bad. I mean, not enjoyable at all. <laughs> but yeah. most of them I had fun with um, in some way. It's just that kind of that genre. I love the beats of a creature movie. You know, I love just, like, the... The for, even like formulaic ones I enjoy like this like it was like pretty much a formulaic creature movie still a good time you know as flawed as this movie is I still had a good time watching it because I just yeah. like this type of movie like I just like this type of horror movie you know yeah yeah I, I, I feel really similarly where this is definitely not like it's not a dud or it's just like I don't need to ever see that like yeah. I don't want to think about that or see that again <laughs> um, but it's it's also it's it's different than like something like well another movie on is like Dead Ringers that which we talked about is like a real I think that movie was awesome and yeah, that's like an important yeah. film it like it connected with me it had a huge impact it's like yeah. okay th- there it goes right there so I can see it yeah, and look right, at it again yeah. Mimic right. is I feel really similar to you where it's just like I enjoyed watching that and rewatches are significantly less enjoyable because the yeah, slow yeah, parts yeah. are really slow but yeah. it's a type of film where like it would be cool to return to scenes from it whenever yeah, I wanted absolutely. to. Yeah, absolutely. And it would be cool to like show people like on, yeah. on certain nights when it's like, yeah. when it's the vibe. You I know, have you movies like on. that all the time, you know, where you see things where like, oh, this movie's okay, but the fucking scene of this movie is fucking awesome. Yeah, you for know? sure. And, and a, this lot is of, a lot of horror those. movies are like that. Oh, yeah. Movies, you know, where there's always like, you know, scenes that are fucking great. I mean, I mean, the biggest example, the prime example, is the Friday the Thirteenth movies. Like, right. you should just what what you what you should do, and someone probably has, is cut a compilation of all just the best kill scenes in the movie. Yeah, you don't gotta see the rest of it. Okay, <laughs> it's enjo- it's funny and fun, but if you want to see the best parts of it, like, you know, just you know, you can like watch like. You know, scenes from slasher movies are like prime example. Like, oh, this fucking kill yeah. is awesome, you know? Or, uh, you know, there's a big set of titties in this scene. Yeah, you know? let's get a look at those bouncing around as they're about to get murdered and blood splatter all over them. Hoo-wee! But, yeah. Um, all right, man. Time for time. you to spin... The wheel. We gotta get a. Uh, we gotta get a uh, sound bite. Yeah. Wheel spinning. Wheel spinning. Wheel. Wheel. Okay. Spin the wheel. Okay. So the first <laughs> one is Hotel Artemis, um, which I think that's kind of. I'm less interested in seeing that. That's the one that's like basically Hotel like, Artemis. Yeah. Is that the is that the Tarantino worship? Movie. I have no idea what, I don't oh. know what you're talking about. I thought you saw this movie. Um, oh, uh, well, you're thinking of The Bad Times at El Royale. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I saw about. that movie. I have I no idea. Fine. I don't have no idea what fucking hotel artist <laughs> okay. um, but That's um, kind of fun. Tetsuo 2, Body Hammer, which okay, do you know yeah. Tetsuo the Iron yeah, Man? Yeah, 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 yeah. This Picasso film... Luke. Yeah, that that yeah. film would probably be that would be interesting to talk about, but um, I'm not sure how easy that would be to come by. A uh, Troll Hunter, which I have seen this before, so um, Is that I really like. Uh, no, it's the it's the mockumentary about trolls. It's like the Swedish oh, movie yes, made in 2010. Yes. I really like that movie. Uh, I guess I just wanted to watch it again. Yeah, and then this, this last one is Macho Tail Drop. Do you know what that is? No idea. 
this must have been a weird fucking movie that I found like browsing through something at some point. I'm gonna roll again because those yeah. those those were kind of awkward. <laughs> <laughs> those are kind of whack. <laughs> Uh, the first one is The Room by Tommy Wiseau, um, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> which would be interesting to talk about that, actually. I mean, That's kind of... I've seen that before, too. The next actually, one they're is... doing a, a screening of The Room here in Columbus, and along with uh, Greg Sestero is going to be there, the, the guy who plays... Um, nice. Oh, my God. Mark. Holy crap. I forgot. Mark. <laughs> Mark. Yeah, he's uh, going to be here. The other one is uh, Kilva in Leave This Town, which looks like uh, a, a stop-motion animated oh, film okay. that was released in 2020. Inland Empire, David Lynch's yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, Um And Thief, which I think you... Oh, fuck. Thief that's so one, good. I'm, that's, I love Thief. That's a Michael... You Thief, know, Thief is awesome. That's one that you recommended to me recently, so let's do yeah. that. Okay, um, cool. And, and let's let's talk yeah. about Thief because that's the one I'm most uh, I'm excited a, about. That that's a '70s James Con Michael Mann classic, baby. Sweet, so awesome. That was the last one on my four spins, so the very very cool. right there at the at the buzzer beater winner. Cool, that's a good that one. one. That'll be fun. Thief by Michael Mann. All right, people. Uh, thanks for. Uh, Listening to the movie quest, following us on the, our journey through uh, Cinephile Gun. Uh, we'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.